Space Ghost. Welcome to my show. What's up, everybody? This is Hate Radio. I'm Hate Sec, and uh, we hosting the show tonight, as usual. You've probably heard me before. If you've heard this show, you know what my voice sounds like, and um, it's probably not uh, fucking with you to hear this sound. <laughs> But a lot of people, they hear my voice for the first time, and they're like, oh, my God, could you shut up? <laughs> could you stop fucking talking? And um, let's go back to normal, like the way it was before you started speaking. Now, this is uh, this is Hate Radio. It's brought to you by Lebel Droker Incorporated. Did I drop out when I switched over to Terramax when you could see it for a second? I might have to add that as an audio source. Did I did I drop out for a second, uh, chat? Um, it's the only drug known to medical science that... Uh, okay, so I did drop out. Um, that, uh, that when you take it, against your will, your spine will straighten out rigid, straight as a, as a uranium rod pointing that motherfucker right at the North Star. Now, could you imagine anything taking, taking your body over like that? Well, that's Terramax, okay? And, uh, <laughs> gee, I'd, I'd love to bring up the fucking um, the image. I'm going to bring the image up and fix the audio source in uh, two shakes of a lamb's tail just because I want to have it. Kilgore worked so hard on this shit. And we're back. So, uh... Check out his stream, by the way, Kilgore HQ on Twitch. He, he does all this type of shit. I was watching his uh, his channel today, and um, he is broadcasting from inside the submersible that Stockton Rush took to the bottom of the North Atlantic. And um, Billy was playing Rust, and he was in a tugboat. Well, he was in the submersible, um, and through the viewfinder was playing Rust on a Mad Cat's Logitech <laughs> Player 2 controller. And uh, all of a sudden, you you had a bird's eye view of his tugboat, and, um, and, then, and then he was like drone striked, drone attacked, and the submersible uh, imploded. And then um, Billy was really confused. It's just it's full. It's chaos. It's not a. T it's not your typical game stream. And it's uh, if you like hate radio and Internet Chronicle and all that type of shit, definitely check out Billy's channel. He's he's very funny, and I am the luckiest guy in the world that like my comedy partner, my business partner. My my best friend is such a talented and uh, hilarious individual, and, uh, and and creative and cool, and he's not addicted to painkillers, and um, he's really got his shit together, as you'll hear later in the show when we we bring him on. Uh oh! Recently, um, I put out an EP. So between episodes, I released the Acid EP under the name Hate Sec. You can find that on Bandcamp. And it got radio play 
on the air in Montreal, a former WFMU DJ. Um, he he was here for, he was here in New York City for years, and uh, he must be following like whatever music is coming out of Brooklyn. And uh, he goes by Shrink. You might have heard him by Shrink. His name is Jeffrey uh, Davison. And I used to listen to his show for years. I used to keep the radio going. Oh, thanks, Brian. Brian linked it in the chat. Um, and so, you know, I'd be coming and going from work or whatever and just have the radio on in the living room, and I would be hearing this guy's show. So it was definitely uh, caught me off guard to see his name in my email. And actually, I waited several weeks, like maybe two or three weeks or something, to write him back because I didn't know what to say. It was so flattering to see this guy. I've been listening to his show for all these years. And then just out of the blue, and I've never contacted him. I, you know, I don't know how he actually found the music, but it was, it was cool to hear this WFMU uh, DJ uh, liked my shit enough to, to play it on the air at his new station in Montreal. I forgot the station where he is, but just look up uh, Shrink Ray. And let's see here. Um, uh, we usually say this at the end of each episode, but uh, I'm putting it at the beginning tonight. The ratings are really good on Apple Podcasts. And we were trying to figure out, like, why are we getting all these downloads? I mean, the downloads are crazy. And um, so I went and looked at Apple Podcasts just to try and figure it out. And our ratings are really good over there. So we're sitting at four and a half stars right now. The, the podcast must be doing pretty well. Um, we just need more of them. Like, it seems to help our numbers if you go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. So, uh, like, someone liked the prank call I did where I called around to all those pest control centers in Virginia looking for somebody to clear out my goblin infestation. And um, they left a nice review. And there's there's only a few of them, you know. This is not a crazy popular uh, radio show, podcast, whatever. But um, the people who... Uh, like it seem to really like it so i appreciate that and maybe go uh leave some more reviews for us because it, it seems to matter you know apple podcast is pretty good i don't know if spotify even has a review system but uh but we're on there too if i, I don't know what anybody uses um i just uh i just hear my podcast by word of mouth people tell me like what was on one you know Let's see. And, and now we're, we're like in the we're in the show proper. Um, I got to tell you, things are getting kind of weird at Lebel Joker. Like I was called out to one of Raleigh Saker's auxiliary homes. He's the publisher. He owns Lebel Joker Incorporated. You know, he's been on the show before. He um, he he's appeared numerous times on the website and uh, you can actually see a picture of him at liebeldroker.com and uh, so I was called out to one of his houses in this rare midnight meeting and I had to go through the backyard he's my boss and he comes hobbling out and he was like we're in trouble the first thing I said is what the fuck is this we shit I said Raleigh you're in trouble Haas. Okay. Uh, and then his helper came out behind him 
And he was like, we got the revenuers at the front door. You need to get this gone. I said, is this the 1940s? So he starts loading Terramax out the back door directly into my car seats. Okay. Two weeks later, that man was shot and killed in a robbery. All the money uh, was stolen for that Terramax. It was all gone. And uh, the boys who done it, none other than Hoodwinks from the Raleigh T. Sakers gang. This motherfucker, see, he knew that his people had turned. This is just the kind of place we work for. I don't want to get into the weeds with it, but it's it's kind of weird. Like our sponsors in and out of jail. Raleigh's having people killed. Uh, he was like, leave now with this here Terror Max. You hear me? And two weeks later, they shot and killed him. So Raleigh got rid of the Terror Max. He got rid of their best witness. He got all the money. And he got he got richer than hell at the very end. The powers that be, none the wiser. Until now, I guess, because I'm out here blabbing about it. Now, Raleigh doesn't seem to give a shit if we talk. I mean, he's like beyond reproach. Nothing really... You know what I'm saying? Nothing seems to reach this fucking guy. I don't know how he... He stays ahead of it, and, and same for Dr. Troubadour, which I believe we've got a little, uh, boop, there he is, a little digital Dr. T down there. Billy has gone all out on tonight's, um, oh yeah, he's telling me now that I, I don't have a mic source on that scene. Yeah, I figured that out. It's a good thing I figured it out, like, on my own, or it could have gone really badly. But anyway, so that story, that fucked up gruesome story, is the reason that we recommend everybody here, you get your Terror Max only from a verified Twitter account with the blue check marks. I believe Marina uh, is a qualified reseller of Terror Max. And look for the official Terror Max qualified reseller badge and a blue check mark, okay? Uh, let's get into the news here. It looks like researchers at the Karen Institute of Technology at Liebeldroker University claim to have discovered new evidence of a creator. These are theological researchers, and uh, researchers at the Karen Institute are loudly demanding to speak to the higher power. I think they want to talk to him. Speaking of Karen, we got Sue Basco. You guys might know her. Uh, maybe one person knows her, and that's Billy, uh, is suing for people to get off her land. Uh, but attorneys for the county say the sidewalk is public property. I guess it's important to know uh, for that joke to work that um, Sue Basco is homeless. <laughs> and she really wants to sue the Internet Chronicle. Now, what if she sued the Internet Chronicle? And that was how she got back on her feet. And that was like her her path back to, uh, you know, back to, the I don't know, paying the bills. What's wrong with her? She's still publishing stories at Subliminal Ridge, and she's still publishing on her uh, personal named blog. Uh, we we really fucked with her one time when uh, Jamie Cochran, Assert MacFags, was like in a coffee shop in a Starbucks or something. And some crazy woman in this California Starbucks was like hiding, or maybe it was Chicago. She might not have even been in California yet, but she saw this woman like hiding behind her MacBook. She was like holding the computer up to her face, like shielding herself 
from Jamie's camera. And I don't know why Jamie took the picture, but I think Jamie saw this woman hiding. You know what I'm saying? And she thought, this is fucking crazy. I'm going to take a picture of this for uh, Billy and James. And so that became our file photo. Anytime there's a reference to Sue Basco, you have this picture of a woman in a Starbucks hiding behind her uh, her, her laptop because she kind of has Sue's haircut. Toxie says it's time for a Basco renaissance. Uh, not quite gonzo says Sue gonna sue. Now, isn't that convenient that an attorney known for her lawsuits is named Sue? Uh, cash out. Coinstar Crew says, your Anon News is crying about a YouTube channel. What does that mean? What's going on with the YouTube channel, Chad? Um, I'm on Blue Sky. If you guys need an invite code, hit me up. We got like three or four of them right now. It's kind of neat. It's fun. Um, and I've been thinking about Twitter since the, the buyout, you know, the jig is up, get off my land. And I was wondering, like, why do we why do we wait to call it a jig until it's up? Like the jig is up? So it's 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 not a jig like when you dance, right? It's something else. Like we weren't dancing. But you you only ever hear it it's only ever called a jig when it's up after it's up. So my contention is that like maybe we should like figure out what the jig is ahead of time. Call it what it is. And maybe try to enjoy it while it's a jig that's down and and see what that's like, you know? Maybe take a moment before the jig is up and uh, just kind of enjoy the jig. Lean into it a little bit is all I'm saying. But um, I, you know what? I feel like this is already too long. I'm getting like flop sweat. But uh, I have a theory about Twitter. And like I, I, I have... Uh, basically no information this is my uninformed opinion but this is this is my opinion nonetheless that elon was granted that money to go through with the twitter buyout and i have this opinion because um every time it comes up in the news that he's fucking up twitter it's just a hundred people piling on about how dumb he is how stupid oh fucking buffoon what an idiot what a dumb fuck ruining twitter it's like yeah okay yeah, he probably is, dude. But he was given that money to go through the Twitter buyout for a reason. They knew who they were giving the money to, right? Because I think Qatar and Saudi Arabia are probably very satisfied with how Elon Musk is running Twitter. Iran, where they have fucking, uh, what, what's that social police? What's it called? bunch of fucking prudes the prude police I'm, I'm sure they're loving that twitter is falling apart this uh yeah because my opinion i mean maybe it's real maybe he's a fucking idiot he probably is but my opinion is that these powerful entities who would really rather everybody not have a centralized platform to organize against their rulers are probably very happy with how he's doing and and they probably knew that they would be, which is why they gave him the fucking money. This whole ineptitude thing, like, it's really fun to laugh at. But I think it's a show for the type of people who think that wrestling on TV is real. 
who think that the WWE is like, look at Elon standing up on that turnbuckle, man. He fucking crushed Vince McMahon. I fucking hate He Stick it to the man, Elon. People talk about how inept can Elon be, how stupid is he. Okay, well, maybe he can't run Twitter, but but here's the thing. I, I think he's destroying it on purpose. Like, you don't have to know how to run Twitter if your main purpose is just to get in there and pull the wires out of the back of it. That's how Trump ran the fucking presidency. And it was the same thing. Everybody wanted to laugh at Trump. And yes, he was funny. I mean, he was undeniably funny. But also, he left how many government agencies without any leadership, you know, to like wallow and languish with no decision-making capabilities. I mean, he was he was letting the land lay fallow, you know. And I remember I remember reports like strange dudes were coming into the White House early in the presidency. They were like, "This is weird, man. Why are these fucking guys with big fucking brows named Igor coming in here, um, getting real comfortable?" That's all, you know, that's all I'm saying. He, uh, because here's how it went down. Elon did his ego trip he, where he was like, I'll buy Twitter. He got cornered into buying it for that egomaniacal amount of money that it clearly is not worth. That sucks. Everybody on planet Earth knew he wasn't going to get his money back out of that absurdly ridiculous purchase. Okay, but surely there is value to someone in dismantling this public forum. That's my opinion. So every time I see the shit come up about, oh, he's so stupid, he's so dumb, he don't know how to run Twitter, because who put up for it? Qatar, Saudi princes, Saudi prince Al-Walid bin Talal, a number of equity investors, such as Sequoia Capital, Binance, Qatar Investment Authority that controls Qatar's sovereign Wealth fund? Okay, I'm talking about nuclear bombs exploding over the Terror Max logo. All right. Qatar Holding have committed to help the billionaire fund his $44 billion acquisition of Twitter Incorporated. They've re they received paperwork for financing the acquisition from Musk's lawyers. Reuters reported that. $44 billion. Let's go. That's a lot of money. He probably really fucking hates the website for that absurd amount of money that he had to put up, is my point. And I bet he really enjoys dismantling it. I just can't sit and gawk and say, wow, how dumb. Ha ha, because that, that makes me feel dumb. Do you understand? Then I feel stupid. Because you, you know what else I never fell for? Wrestling. Okay, I was I was seven years old, and it seemed like these guys are a little too oily, a little too underdressed to be rubbing up against each other, and they're not taking it seriously. Randy Savage, Macho Man. What about fucking Nature Boy going, whoo? <laughs> Kilgore says, them elites sure are dumb. <laughs> That's exactly my point, dude. Um, World Wrestling Federation, Vince McMahon, all that shit. Just another example of dumb ego guys that we can all laugh at because we see ourselves in them, our dumb, wretched selves. So we, put, we get to put ourselves in them and laugh at that. Like fucking 
Jesus putting the sins into the pigs and sending them out in the river. Because we're smarter than that. Uh-uh. I wouldn't destroy Twitter. You put me in charge of Twitter. I wouldn't tear it down. How fucking dumb do you have to be that this is the... This is the fucking... I mean, this is the bait that you're taking, really? This big fucking gummy worm on a... On a on a rusty fish hook? Well, how dumb do you have to be to believe Trump wasn't intentionally hurting the American government on purpose? Yes, he can be stupid. Elon can be stupid. But they can also, in addition to that, be serving rich, powerful people by giving us all this little puppet show as they destroy the government, as they destroy the public forum that Twitter was, and you know what? We're not even bad about it. We got a fun little show to laugh at while they fucking destroy it. We could just laugh about how stupid they are, how smart we are, and we can, we actually feel better about ourselves as the, the shit people spent their livelihoods creating is destroyed in front of us in these bumbling episodes of global-scale tomfoolery. Saudi princes who love subjugating women, these fucking cunts in Qatar whose hairy dicks can only get hard for disenfranchised women are saying, so yeah, Elon, hey, be sure that when you're destroying this public forum that people use to organize against us, the powers that be, be sure that you make it look like one great big accident after another. Don't make it too obvious because remember, everybody saw us give you that money. Everybody saw that Saudi prince give you his every last 33 million shares in the company, so be sure that it looks like ineptitude. Can you make it look like you have absolutely no fucking idea how to run a company? Really sell it. Like you sold everybody on that fucking self-driving car. Oh, I don't know, dude. Pretend like you're trying to make your money back by charging $500,000 for an API. That's a good idea. Now, uh, there was a woman down the street couple months ago underneath my window making hentai noises she's going ah, ah, oh. she knows that you don't charge five hundred thousand dollars for a little line of code so that tweets can show up on your website if you go to internet chronicle right now you can see the broken ass fucking twitter we don't have the uh chronicle tweets on our own fucking website anymore. Are we supposed to pay $500,000 for that? That's just how fundamentally silly it is. $8 to get a verified account and Twitter will pay you, Chuck Rock says. Uh, Toxie says he's going to kill many people. Cash out Coinstar crew asks, how can I monetize this? Actually, you can. Uh, Andrew Tate and shitheads like that, aren't they doing that? Um, all right, let's see. Enough of that. Uh, the Ass That Killed 2 and Injured 35. A uh, new horror film is coming out. Cans That Kill, Knocker Knockdowns 2023. Um, we've we got a lot of shit to talk about. We're going to talk more about Doug Jackson in a minute as, as soon as we get to Bill. Um, but uh, I, I, was at, I was at work. I, I started a new job recently. I'm in this computer like tech job. And... Um, so everybody's into tech shit, right? They've all got these fucking little gadgets and gizmos attached to them, and everybody has a fucking smartwatch. So there's this guy at work wearing his Apple Watch, and 
I noticed something about the Apple Watch, like my sister has one. He he has to turn it at just the right angle to make it come on so he can see the time ever so slightly. Is it, it just a slightly unnatural angle that sure you'll you'll hit that angle every once in a while, but it's just not natural to do it every single time you want to twist your wrist around and see the time? That it becomes noticeable. Uh and I like that he can tell that it's noticeable because, like, I will see him hesitate to go through the action. Like, I get to watch him and appreciate all the little ways how much extra work owning a smartwatch is. Like, I see him pause just for a second. He's like, eh, I'm about to do it. And he, and he checks the time. Because <laughs> it's, just, it's just ever so slightly a little bit more effort than looking at a normal watch. Uh, and let me ask you something about your watch. Do you have to plug it in like a phone? Shit is stupid. And, like, my sister... I think we're far enough into the show that she's not going to hear this. My sister uh, has one. And she was visiting me. And so we're, like... We're sitting there and we're watching movies all weekend. And she's texting with her boyfriend. And so I see her phone light up. I feel it vibrate. I look over, you know, she's ignoring the fucking movie for the for the phone. But but now it's not just the phone. Like then she has to then address the watch. So she has to hit the notification on the phone. She has to hit the notification on the watch. And then she has to go back to the phone and send the text. And this takes time, dude. And and she's missing the movie. It takes your attention away. I I just don't see how they're that good. I I don't see how how that's worth it. Uh, let's see. There's some shit about the actors' union. Oh, man, I, I'm getting too preachy. I don't I don't want to get into all this. But uh, we can talk about it with Bill. The actors' union just joined the the writer strike, and uh, we did an episode about AI already. But you know the big thing now is they want to uh, that you know you know these fucking executives, these uh, studio executives. They're like. They really fall for this fairy tale that Silicon Valley is selling about uh, like what AI can do for them. Name changer, double O. I wonder if you can watch porn on <laughs> on the smartwatch. You probably can. You got to watch like cartoon porn because uh, you just don't see enough detail. All right, so we'll we'll come back to that. It looks like Billy's got some some stuff written about that anyway. Um. A lot of this stuff got pasted into the document twice. The TikTok live voice is already old. I, I was talking about it with my friend, and she was like, dude, it's already old. I don't even want to fucking talk about it anymore. The, the moment she heard about it, it, it got old. All right, we'll, we'll come back to this. Um, everybody's watching Barbie and uh, Oppenheimer. They should make a movie about that Wuhan researcher who developed COVID-19 in a lab. That would go nuts. Let's see here. Coming up, we're going to talk about the AI. We're going to talk about Dougie Jackson, TikTok voice, a bunch of shit that nobody wants to hear about. And uh, we, we got news coming up. We got headlines. We got, we got more jokes. We got uh, in-depth conversation with Kilgore about, um, about all that shit I just mentioned. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. It's, it's, it's really fun when everybody's here. We got Stupid Demon Baby, we got Tato, 
the hut. We got Cash Out Coinstar Crew. Do I know you by another name, Cash Out? Got op- got optics on seventy millimeter IMAX. That should be cool. Um, we got Toxie, Beast World, Chuck Rocks. Now Chuck Rock was a was a fun video game. I had it on Sega. And then you had Chuck Rock, son of Chuck, or Chuck Rock Jr., or whatever the fuck he was called. Let's see, we got, uh, not quite Gonzo. Karen's here. Uh, Karian is here. Um, all the all the sweet babies have come out to play. Sweet Potato. This is Hate Radio. I'm Hate Seg. Uh, we got a message coming up from our sponsor. We got. Let me just look real quick and see see who the sponsors are tonight. Uh, wouldn't you know it? Liebel Droker Incorporated is is tonight's sponsor, and there's a oh oh this is actual real news about the website about the Internet Chronicle. Uh, we did a project um, during the break where we were able to restore like thirty episodes. No, not episodes. They're called articles on the website that were seized in 2014. Oh, this I should have led with this. So back in 2014, Jamie Cochran, Asshurt Act Flags, uh, was our system administrator. And she never told us that we were sharing server space with Docsbin. And this was really at the peak of Docsbin being ugly on the internet. And uh, we so the the website was down. I could not log into the server anyway. I tried, so uh, I contacted Jamie, and uh, I was, and I had just seen a headline about Europol seizing a server. Uh, so I asked Jamie, and it was our fucking server that got seized by Europol. And it's still, I don't, I don't think it was ever released. Uh, it's like still sitting in an evidence locker somewhere. And she apologized. She felt really bad for it. She told us that she loves us and um, she was really sorry about it. And I was just like, that's that's okay. But like, who the fuck are these people that you're hanging out with? Like, who is this other guy? Like some guy named Jack or something? And she was like, I'm not supposed to say... <laughs> Like so, you just got our shit seized, and we had to go into an old backup uh, anyway. So the Chronicle Restoration Project was me going on archive.org and pulling all like more than thirty articles out. Some are lost forever, but I was able to restore probably ninety-five percent of them. Um, and that's been a project years in the making, and, and we finally got in and did that. They're, they're back on the Internet Chronicle in their original glory, in their original format, uh, actually a better format now because now they have the proper headers and the right images are, are in place and, and all, all those little details. So the audio for this section was lost. Um, but basically I was just sucking my own dick and look what a good job I did and blah, blah, blah. Isn't everything great? Look at how how much I do for you, and you don't appreciate me. And uh, that segment concluded with me punching a hole through the drywall, and then we uh, moved on with the show, and we tried to move on with our lives and pick up the pieces. This is Hate Radio, and this is how we fix the show.
Publishing is proud to announce the complete restoration of more than 30 Internet Chronicle stories that were lost in a seizure of the Soviet Chronicle server by Europol in 2014. These articles, reclaimed and remastered in stunning 4K, span a slice of history ranging from the X-37B space plane to Gamergate. Julian Assange takes a side. 
Kilgore pinpoints the moment Ebola went viral. Mel Gibson is abducted by ISIS. Five pictures of great leader that ought to restore your faith in humanity. The ass that killed two, injured 35. Cans that kill, knocker knockdowns, compilation 2013. Hacker and internet troll Weave flees America for Gaza. A titan of a job. Richard Stallman arrested for criminal negligence. Activist Weave later found dead in a Lebanese gutter. Amanda Bynes, the transhuman experiment gone wrong. For just five easy payments of $29.95, you can have the Internet Chronicle exclusive library, a $500 value, one Elfwax throwback tee of our choosing, a Dr. Troubadour fidget spinner, it hurts, and a notarized certificate of authenticity stamped by Raleigh Sakers himself, plus more than 30 Internet Chronicle stories restored in their entirety, once believed to be lost forever to the evidence lockers of Europol, but are now back in their original glory, fully online at chronicle.su. And you can own them today at the Internet Chronicle. Legal Trucker Incorporated is not responsible for loss of life, land, or liberty. Legal Trucker is absolved from any and all responsibility to the Nigerian Delta related to fracking activity in the past. Yes, they spilled the oil, but you guys were once splashing it all over town. Call in that drinking water. All efforts to contact Legal Trucker are met with swift litigation, punishable by mutilation or death. The Internet Chronicle. Read more, no less. Control. I'm suffocating without a word. Crazy with sweat, spittle on my jaw. What's that funny noise? What's that on the floor? Waves of fear, pulsing with death. I curse at my tremors. I jump at my own step. I cringe at my terror. I hate my own smell. I know where I must be. I must be in hell. Waves of
Hey, Radio. This is Hate Sack, and uh, we got Wild Bill here. What's up, Bill? I'm kicking ass, taking names. How about how's everybody doing out there in Radio Land? I know, maybe John Boy Billy Big Show. Are we doing John Boy Billy? We were supposed to have uh, In Cobra on tonight. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't come on the show. He said no. The only thing I know about him is what he looks like. Uh, you know, you know more about him than that than you're leading on. But I know yeah. that he was in that documentary, and they kind of went behind his back. Maybe we should uh, uh, introduce the audience who might not know. Well, if you don't know, King Cobra, JFS, also known as Gothic King Cobra, is the YouTuber um, entertainer. He'll do everything. He'll dance. He'll well. He won't ever dance. He'll he'll uh, tell jokes. He'll play guitar. Shred on the guitar. He'll uh, he does all kinds of shit. He he, uh, he 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 creates drink combinations. He does food hacks. He cooks. Is he actually things. good at anything that he does? Um, absolutely not. Um, except for one thing, and I would say it's comedy. He's great, a great comedian. Um, but it's like Tony Clifton. You don't know how serious he is about it. Is it a character? Is it not? It's one of those type type of things. And and you liked his idea of goth Dangerfield jokes. Yeah, and goth Dangerfield is funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wait till you guys hear. Hate sex, goth danger field jokes. Well, I wanted I to hear his goth danger field jokes. Maybe we could play one on the show, even though he's not here. Because it's a great concept. And I, and I did write a few of these jokes because I was hoping that we would have him on and we could, like, exchange some. Yeah, I'd read them out, but problem is I got the joke delivery of a depressed teenager. Um, is that one of the jokes? No, that's one I wrote. And then you wrote a couple more of them after that. He, I mean, can, uh, I mean, do you have one maybe on hand? Do you, could you maybe come up with a link that we could hear this guy do a joke? It's in, it's in the hit. Oh, uh, no, I don't have any of that ready. Let's, let's find one. Jihad asks, how is the show? Saying we're, we're doing it now. Um, maybe somebody in the chat could find us. No, they don't know how to I, do that. I, I thought you could, you were going to tell us your goth Dangerfield jokes. Well, I got some goth Dangerfield jokes, but I really wanted to hear one of his first so that we could, like, maybe close strong. All right, goth Dangerfield I mean, Kilgore's fine. Hard to top his. Are they really that go. good? I'm posting them in the, in the. Uh, okay. In the script here. All right. Pretty good. They're all right. They they're all right. Um. Where would I see it? I'm looking at the script. It's in the King Cobra section. I I see Goth Dangerfield jokes. Yeah, the link above it. Uh, oh, I see it. it, where it says King Cobra wouldn't come on the show, and then there's the YouTube shorts. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, here They're we go. Usually YouTube shorts, yeah. Now, the problem, Billy, um, I was in a mad rush to to get the show going, 
and I was not able to set it up so that you can hear what the audio is about to be. But well, I've heard them all before. Okay, so I'm just gonna run a couple of these in the order that you're you're putting them in, and um, let's let's see how he go how he does. At least it's a YouTube short. I tell you what, goth danger fields. No respect. <laughs> I'm so fucking ugly. I tell you what, no respect. I'm so ugly. <laughs> I give cigarettes cancer. I tell you what, no respect. I'm so fucking ugly. I made the sex offendery list for touching myself, this autistic retard. Dude, he's funny. So, how is that goth? What does that have to do with gothic, though? It has nothing fuck all to do with gothic. It's because he's dressed like he's a he is a goth. Well, no, he's dressed more like a metalhead or a rock, a hard rock guy, right? He's like got Aussie shirts on. Sure, like he's. He's not like he's wearing, uh, you know, more like goth didn't even exist back when Ozzy and fucking that's Black true. Sabbath were together. Yeah, Tony Iommi. Exist yet. Tony yeah. Iommi is the sexiest motherfucker on earth. He probably invented goth. No, it was like, what is it? Some it was like new age bands. So you don't think not... that wearing all black with pentagrams on his shit made on his sg made him uh no he didn't have that but but he had the yeah he's not I goth mean, listen you can say it's gothic it's it's not I, though it's not goth it's gothic okay okay whatever let's move on um, from the question of <laughs> what is what this guy is—it's actually—it's actually funny. I don't know if you—if you were like listening to the broadcast or whatever, but his joke was funny, where he was like put on the sex offender list for touching himself. That's mm-hmm. funny. This is, he calls him—he he takes it so over the top. He's calling himself a retard and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty funny, right? Yeah, that is really funny. I'm gonna listen to another one of these clips. And these are all Goth Dangerfield. If I click on them, yeah. I wish he came on the show. He's better than us. Here we go. I tell you what, no respect. Goth Dangerfield, huh? I'm lousy with women. How lousy are you? I'm so lousy, I got a sex doll to help with the loneliness. Yeah, well, she left me. For a fellow (laughs) sex doll who had a bigger dick, I tell you what, I can't catch a break. No respect. I tell you what. All right, that one's not as good. I'm doing another one. I tell you what. I knew a chick who had double D's, you know. Dementia and diarrhea. Oh, talk about a shitty way to go. I forget how the rest of the joke goes. No, I tell you what. Let's do one more. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. I tell you what, no respect. I know I'm ugly looking. Are you kidding me? Well, I'm better looking than my trolls. I'll tell you what. When the doctor gave birth to me, he shot himself. I tell you what, no respect. All right, uh... The doctor gave birth to him and shot himself. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense, right? It does have a Tony Clifton thing going. Where... Like, the part where, like, well, just off the cuff, be like, oh, I forgot the rest of the joke. And he just told the punchline. 
It's like, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he told the punchline first, then he forgot the rest of the joke, which would have been the setup, which is what he should have started with. Anyway, now the, I'm doubting the way that I emailed him because the way I emailed him was like, he's a victim, but I don't... Yeah, you didn't need to do that. You yeah, do that. I, don't, I don't think that that guy can really be victimized by some shitty documentary, unethical no. edits. No, no, no. Which Maybe was the you question. Should send another email and be like, "Sorry, man." Well, I, I didn't go that over the top with that. <laughs> I wasn't talking to him like a special needs make a wish kid. <laughs> I didn't get down on one knee at his wheelchair and be like, "Do you want to come and do a podcast?" But it, but it did sort of have that tone to it. Now you wrote to him and you said yeah. you want more Goth Dangerfield. Yeah, I just said I liked his comedy, and I I think that um, might be a good opportunity also to discuss his thoughts on the on the uh, documentary. You know, he's funny, and and he would be good on the show. And uh, goth uh, gothic King Cobra, if you're listening, which you probably are, because it's a radio show about you. Uh, you should come is it, on. Is it really about him? Is it? I mean, like, this is like, I think we've, you, you can tell a couple Goth Dangerfield jokes, and then that's about all we got for him. <laughs> we, he, he's not on this yeah, show. We can't really um, yeah, stretch it out much farther. The show. He couldn't come out on the show. Toxie compared Goth Dangerfield to the Chris Chan of the Rodney Dangerfield fandom. I think that's taken it a little far. I don't, I don't think he's part of the Rodney Dangerfield fandom. He has his own fandom. And I don't think he's, he's, he's Christianish. He's a big deal. He's he's the not just Goth Dangerfield, he's he's King Cobra. He he's very much his own, own thing. Joke. Yeah. I'm trying to fix my, my microphone at the same time as we talk. We haven't done one of these in a while, so we got a lot of like technical crap to to smooth out. Well, did you want to tell your do- your goth danger field jokes or not? <laughs> would you would you put me on the spot you're like that? Not, you're, you're like really don't, not into them, huh? You're like, hey, now you want to do your little jokes? Go go do yeah, yours. No, I told I told you you should have told them before his because his you can't follow. <laughs> I said, doctor, there's a darkness growing all around me. It's closing in. I can't see past my own nose. What's wrong with me? He said, I don't know, but your eyesight's damn near perfect. And then we no, got. That's, yeah, let's see. That's pretty good. Uh, that's shitty. But the, well, here's the thing: is your your goth Dangerfield is actually goth. His goth Dangerfield is just a, a, a extra drug Rodney Dangerfield. I mean, that's the only thing. If you didn't know, he was dressed up with this this uh, flame, these green flames. Like that's the thing. He's like his aesthetic is like black, <laughs> wearing all black and with green flames and fucking. Horny ass redneck fucking yeah. cobras all over everything. That's not goth. He I goes mean, to the. It. He comes that's out not. of the flea market with uh, with nunchucks, and well, you know what? Let's butterfly not, knives. We should. I, you know what? He can have gothic, but as far as goth goes, I don't know that. I don't want to be the. I don't want to be like the the gatekeeper guy here, but I'm pretty sure that's not that's not it. Goth Dangerfield wouldn't shop at a flea market. He would go to the the shopping mall and shop at Cold Topic. Goth Dangerfield. 
I worked at a cemetery and people kept trying to bury me, okay? I'm goth Dangerfield. <laughs> I'm, I'm that gothic. I'm really that gothic. <laughs> well, okay. See, that wasn't that painful, was it? We can fucking be rid of goth Dangerfield now because we got to also catch up with some other things like Tug Jackson. Well, first of all, before we get into Tugboat, no. okay. uh, I will say that in the videos, he's not saying anything like, I'm goth Dangerfield. No, he doesn't do that. And so, he doesn't go touch on goth topics either. Goth topic. So he, I mean, it stands, it stands on its own as something very funny. Now, why do I see this guy as a meme around... Like, he's the picture of the basement-dwelling asshole when this guy actually seems to have self-awareness. I I don't know where you're getting that from. Uh, he's he's known for being a drunk and kind of have it, you know, kind of being sloppy. I was under like, the impression that's his, that's that, thing. that he has a thread on uh, Kiwi Farms. No, he's got a subreddit though. I'm I'm sure he has a Kiwi. I mean, I haven't been on the Kiwi Farms thread for him, but he's like, um, you know, he's. They're not trying to like end his life with some fucking, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, the type of thing you uh, hear about trans people or something. It's not really. I mean, his trolls aren't aren't as vicious as you think. I don't think. Are you or saying that he, he represents himself? the mass? And it, his trolls seem to be like he seems to have some kind of an agreement with them, some kind of magical pact he's made with his trolls in his mind, where to him they're like his uh, slaves. He always says, "I own my pathetic trolls," and like he'll go, uh, go out. Like he went out to the casino. They don't show the footage, but you hear, you hear from from the guy in the documentary saying he's telling his trolls that he's here at the casino, and he's that's how he gets banned from places. At least how he explains how he gets banned. He says he goes out to these uh, places, and his trolls uh, harass the the help there and just harass them so much till he gets banned. And they all say that he sent them. Right. So they so go like, in person. Yeah. No, they call him up that, you know, like they call the established people do. Yeah. Anything that's associated with him that they, they will, that they know about will end up. He'll end up banned from there. somehow. He, Cause he looks like somebody that you could easily bully. I don't know. You know, you'd say it's bullying, but I don't. I I kind of tend to think uh, it's just kind of a, a a weird parasocial type of relationship he has with his audience. No, and, I'm not saying that it's uh, bullying. I'm just saying that he looks like somebody that you could bully. I think it's uh, it's deceiving. Well, I I think bullying plays a part of it too, for sure. Because uh, I don't think he can actually be bullied, this guy. I don't... <laughs> yeah, I... he's beyond that. Like, the character is so thick, has grown so thick around him at this point. Right. Like Tony Clifton. That, he that... could slap people. Tony Clifton could throw drinks on people, on, uh -huh. like, on Judd Apatow or Harvey yeah. Weinstein and, and get work for it. That's how you need to think about <clears throat> Cobra. He's... He's got this thick character 
you know, and part of that character is that it's had got he's got magical powers. He controls his his trolls' lives. Slaves. Um yeah, they're they're like his magical slaves of some kind. I think this guy deserves a place in the uh somewhere in the Chronicle video game. Just as a NPC somewhere, somebody you can talk to. Goth Dangerfield? I mean, he's begging to be a fucking character. Yeah, the Goth Dangerfield jokes are good. I like those. Uh, let's, let's, I didn't finish the first one that was actually good. We're going to go back in, and then we'll be done with it. I just want to hear the rest of that first one. It's a YouTube short, so you can't go back and, and hear it again. I tell you what, no respect. Hey, King Cobra JFS fans, if you like the Rodney Dangerfield, Goth Dangerfield, subscribe for more awesome content. <laughs> um, we just start that one from the beginning. That was my favorite one. The screen effect is trippy. I tell you what, Goth Dangerfield... No respect. I'm so fucking ugly. I tell you what, no respect. I'm so ugly. I give cigarettes cancer. I tell you what, no respect. I'm so fucking ugly. I made the sex offender list for touching myself this autistic retard i tell you what no respect and he's doing the rodney adjusting the tie thing but instead of grabbing a hold of a tie he's grabbing a hold of this goth collar around his neck (laughs) and adjusting this fucking dog collar with like a hoop coming out of it and he and at one point he didn't grab the collar, but he grabbed that that goat's beard that's coming down off of his chin, and adjusted it like a tie. Oh yeah, that's not just a collar. That's a that's a belt that he's hacked down. This guy is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, how'd you find him? Um. Well, I mean, I don't remember when I first seen him. He's one of those guys you see all all around, man. Uh, Toxie says he doesn't need to say all that ugliness. The punchline doesn't need it. That ugliness, I argue, is very funny, and it it takes it so over the top because it's like he can it, his character can sense that it's bombing, that it's going badly, <laughs> so he so he adds on that that he's an ugly autistic fucking retard. And that's the funny part. Not because he says those words, but it's like the context that it's going that badly. And he thinks so low of himself that to drive it home, he needs to add in that he's like, that, well, why would you get on the sex offendery list if you uh, were just touching yourself? Oh, well, I'm, I'm so autistic and retarded that I'm basically a child. That's... <laughs> okay all right maybe he's not a total fucking genius but very funny <laughs> shit yeah it's it's a great it's um you know he's 
the there's a lot of people out there trying to be entertainers right now, and sometimes the funniest stuff is the bomb. Yeah, and you know uh, how intentional is it or not? You don't doesn't matter. Funny is funny. That's all. That's all I can say about it. Carriage says we should all watch the documentary or one of his episodes together. What does that mean? An episode? He does episodes. He's a YouTuber. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch that. Well, you just watched his shorts. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch his uh, swim trunks. I'll watch his shorts. Oh uh, yeah. But um, I don't think I could watch a whole YouTube video, twenty-one minutes with commercials. He, there's he likes to um give opinions about oh you know all his his fucking whatever the thing of the day is Dylan Mulvaney he talked a lot about when that was a thing uh talks about just uh especially dating and and gender and he always likes to mention how he's he's this uh kind of uh, on a five-year dry spell he's he's got an incel type of arc to him mm, yeah i mean the the incel shit is probably real yeah he talks about that a lot yeah i believe that he's on a five-year dry streak right now hmm five years i wouldn't admit to that but if it's funny if he if he can't get no respect uh, if he gets so little respect that only once every five years does do legs open up for him that's funny you well, you heard the joke about about the uh sex doll leaving him for, for a, a guy with a bigger dick no it, it left him for another sex doll oh, okay that had a bigger okay. dick than him yeah. so it didn't mm-hmm. just the sex doll didn't just leave him for a better fuck it left him for like a another inanimate yeah i am yep have you ever made a dildo fuck a uh like a one of those things that goes on the end of your cock no it's pretty funny this girl was at my house and um she had a dildo and i had one of those things that like goes on the end of your cock and uh i i put them together <laughs> i was like look they're fucking each other he, he they can't get no respect anyway there was, was something. Was she amused? Yeah, yeah, she was. She has a good sense of humor. Um, and and uh, there was something I was going to talk about, but I was already talking for like forty minutes, so I let I let it go. That shit about the um, the writer strike and and all that stuff. How does Doug? Uh, how does Doug continue to make his show if the Actors Guild and the Writers Guild are out? How, is Doug scabbing? Are we back? Are we on Doug Jackson now? Doug, Doug Jackson and the and the little boat that could. Uh, um. Well, that's a. He's not a. He he doesn't have writers. He's a YouTuber. If he has a writer, it's himself. Now I, I, I understand that uh, Doug he, he's all the time going viral. Like inexplicably, this guy gets millions of views and stuff. And I'm not like four or five times only. That's plenty. That's enough to float a boat. And yeah, I guess so. 
and so mostly has to do with uh, the the product keyword. And I've noticed this is a thing with these kind of DIY guys. Sure, they'll, they'll do a review on some such uh, tool. Like I think he did a sandblasting tool, and that's like his most. And because it's he wrote the name of the brand name, and yeah. now everybody who ever searches for that in Google goes straight to his video. And also, it's sort of a how to use this or an example of what this can do. People need sort of need to see that, and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, one percent of those people is going to be like, "So what's up with this fucking guy?" and go and become a seeker. Now he was. Uh, I, I don't know, but well, yeah, maybe. A little bit. That does work. He was, um, when the TikTok live shit was going down and people were feeding each other ice creams and hot dogs and, and cats and stuff, I saw Doug on there. No, you didn't. Doug was standing there. And do you know that I was the only viewer? And so he was just, he was bouncing up and down on the balls of his feet. Like an NPC. Uh-huh. But what he, did you send him? Did you send him a uh, I Love Metal? I don't. Metal bar? Did I don't, you send him? I don't have any money to be throwing into TikTok Live to feed coins to it? Doug. Who was, who was sending him coins? What, were they, what, kind of, what kind of shit did he do? One guy came in with money, and he had enough for like a, a rose or a hot dog or something. And Doug was like, mmm, hot dog, so good, mmm, hot dog. And then the guy left. No, no, you got it wrong. It's, it must have been Hot Pocket, because he only eats Hot Pockets. Does he actually eat Hot Pockets on that boat? Yeah, that's like his number one food. Doug Jackson floats this boat called the SV Seeker, this colossal piece of shit. And now I find out that he's eating Hot Pockets on it. Yeah, well, his, he's openly declared Stockton Rush as his new personal hero. Right. He likes he said, that going down in flames, sinking with your ship kind of a guy. Well, he's he's more of a sunken cost fallacy exploiter. Sure. And, and he's modified that malicious contraption, that horrible propulsion unit with permanent granny gear. Because of his friend Andy, the millennial. Kilgore and and I were up the other night um, because I was writing some material and I needed to know a little bit about this boat. And then we ended up having a three-hour conversation just about this shitty propulsion system. We did, but it keeps – it just there's so many layers I can't possibly explain it all. It's got this rod that if – that if he if he sends the the engine to a, a suited like a proper amount of RPMs that would actually push a normal boat, it'll blow this whole cylinder out because he's using these cheap fucking uh, screws that he picked up at like Home Depot or something. Yeah, yeah, he blew out his high. The, so the the at the back of the propulsion unit, you've got propellers that rotate like a helicopter's blades. And that means there has to be a rod going down the center of the shaft. And, the, and there also has to be a hydraulic unit spinning along the center of the shaft that allows it to pull in and out to rotate the the propeller, right? And, 
so so that you can get a different pitch on it. And the idea is that you can cut it way back and get a huge amount of torque and cut it forward and get more speed. Except um, in his except boat. He, ma- he manufactured his own uh, propeller, the, the propeller tips to uh, his own design. And it was three times too big for his motor. So what he's done is he's had to, to sneak in a part of a four by four, a transfer case to give it that extra redu- three times reduction so he can actually power it without constantly rolling coal and shaking his engine to pieces. And he gets those, uh, he gets, he has to pay fines or he gets warnings from the EPA because of the way this thing operates. And now oh, his boat, yeah, his, yeah. his boat now has boat parts and it also has a bus engine, and, and it has the transfer case from a little 4x4. Four four. Mm-hmm. And the problem is... Doesn't it have like some other kind of a car part on it, too? Oh, the engine. The transmission? We haven't, we haven't worked our way up to the engine, which is from a, a bus. He had this, A school bus. He had a transmission okay. on it, you explained to me, that like in a car, you kind of want to let off the brake so that that transmission just starts to pull you that natural whatever your rpms are just pulls you along he he kind of thought that that same principle would apply to his boat did he not well let me explain it this way he he had because it was a transmission built for a school bus it it did not lock up like you can't take a school bus on a long highway trip uh, uh, you know, five or six hours, it will overheat <laughs> and bust. You can only go about an hour away before, before before a school bus transmission blows out because it's you know what it's designed for: stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. So it has this extra um, cushion in, built into its torque converter so that it can stop and start without busting, right? And he had to bypass that so it would lock up because why in the world do you need extra cushioning against stopping and starting when you've got your propulsion is in the water, which is itself a cushion. You're, it's not like you're, you're going to suddenly uh, run into some, some hard uh, changes, right? It, it, but anyway, so it's that that transmission is janked up and it's put into another janked up transmission and then the the hydraulic control on the transmission is janked up and leaking oil all over the place and frothing and then his homemade rudders or his homemade oh that blast just hit him nuclear blast just hit those people. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> now his homemade propellers are janky. Only now, after running out the uh, bearing, pulling out the shaft, replacing the bearing, did he then decide, okay, maybe we should balance these a little bit better than we have them balanced? Right. Yeah. They're, and so they're just roughed cast and then machined down by hand with a with a uh, angle grinder. There was no CNC involved at all. Now, could you imagine Dr. Troubadour getting loaded on pills and get behind the wheel of that fucking thing? He ain't going anywhere too fast. And if he tried, it'd blow that whole cylinder out. 
he he might try to raise the sales up, and what happens then is it pitches down about thirty degrees, dipping uh, the edge of the boat into the water, right? Deep into the water, yeah. Because that those those sails are real top heavy. You think you think his only his motor propulsion is fucked? Well, guess what? So are his sails. And to be fair, he's only just started with them. It's so, got like a great big colossal so really structural pole that I feel like just because I know him and the kind of person he is and he really likes metal, it's probably way too heavy and the boat is mm-hmm. listing. Well, here that's that's it's a completely uh what do you call it a non-standard style of of mast <laughs> yeah most masts are lightweight and they're strung up with stays that is cables that you tighten down so that it so that they're strengthened and also light but what he's done is used power line poles or light lampshade lamp post poles that are just as heavy as he can get made out of steel thick steel so whenever and not only are the masts heavy, but the perils, the bars on the on the sails themselves are solid aluminum. Typically, they're made of a light wood, like a. But well, they're uh, not. They're hollow aluminum. Sure. Okay. But not a not a telephone pole is made to be sturdy, driven mm-hmm. into the ground to withstand tornadoes hitting it. And he thought, man, you know. Boats really get pushed around by the wind. Maybe I need a goddamn utility pole. That's what he got. And those are those are not hollowed out. They, in fact, a lot of them have metal in them. That goes. It's like a rod that goes clean up the middle. So no, he does. It doesn't have a rod going up the middle. In fact, he's like had to spray foam up the middle because the wires he was running inside were just clanging constantly, twenty four seven. Now this is a rattly, clangy vessel. Why are we talking about it so much, though? What was the uh, occasion for bringing up Doug, tugboat Doug boat? Uh, we're just let, keeping people up uh, to date, right? The the listeners of this program were treated back in March to a lengthy discussion about this motherfucker after he refused to come on the program. And he said, I don't do negative. Oh yeah. He won't go on our show either. We tried texting him. He dog won't come on our show. Neither will King Cobra. We only get bigger stars than them. These guys, they think they're too good and too big for us. But you look back at who we've had on the show you know we've had some people who in the news media man now the funny thing is i had it backwards i invited doug on because i wanted to because i was still on my big uh sailing kick i love sea of thieves and i just wanted to talk about boats and nautical shit and i wanted to play Mm -hmm. you know um i wanted to play moby dick for him but and then I, w- I wanted to go negative for uh, jolly old fucking goth Dangerfield, and I had it backwards. Positive for Dangerfield, I don't do negative for I don't do negative. That's right. That's right. He is a piece of shit, this guy, because when you when you look at his, every 
smile is a grimace. Even when he's contorting his lips and showing his teeth like he's smiling, he has a hard, my life passed me by and I got regrets look in his eyes. Oh my gosh, dude. That couldn't be the more true statement. Like you, That's the read on him that you should stick with because he is him against the world and everybody's trying to step anybody who even tries to be helpful uh he doesn't want to hear it he's right. going to tell you to fuck right off and he's i mean we know him we've seen his tiktok where he's saying hot pocket so good yum yum well <laughs> you haven't seen his prank yet where where he faked a brain injury that's what you, that's when you send him like 50 coins he'll be like brain injury oh big prank he'll he'll do some shit like that brain injury ouch brain injury oh ouch <laughs> they put out several fake videos including his girlfriend and hired actors that was and, the brain injury was uh yeah following the uh fiery explosion is is that was that the same time? Pyrotechnics. Pyrotechnics, yeah. Okay. And so, he, he let his fans cry. Wow. And then he told them, I'm filtering you. That's what he told the local news. Now, we used to torture those those people that really liked uh, Akon and uh, Lady Gaga, and we would laugh at those little girls cried that they thought she had brain cancer because we wrote that. We would let them cry. But they were not our fans. They weren't our fans, no. They, they were, were somebody fans. else's. They were fans of false idols, false Hollywood idols, right? Yeah. But, but we, Doug Jackson targeted his own fans. He went for his own people. That is gross. That'd be like if we if we figured out a way to fuck with stupid demon baby. <laughs> oh, dude, it's like this is like Jonestown shit, isn't it? Like yeah. If he had a city full <laughs> of people who loved him, he would be putting them through tests. He I would don't be do negative. Out in dangerous submarines, <laughs> he'd be like, "Yeah, I, I tried this carbon fiber. I fuck with this carbon fiber shit." Yeah, he'd <laughs> be like, a shot. "I didn't like how it came in, so I had it wrapped in lead. <laughs> It'll come right back up. Get yeah. in it. I'll bolt it. I'll bolt you in from the outside. Get in. I don't do negative." What your engine lacks in power makes up for in complexity. <laughs> And the slightest little... I bet if you set a drink on it, some shit would break down and he'd have to go back to port. No, listen, it's not... You're not even exaggerating because he has these little needle valves that are shifting oil <laughs> from the, the hydraulics that's powering the pitch. Yeah. He's he's siphoning it off with the needle valve over to his transfer case from the 4x4 and it has to be just perfect or else one will get starved and the other the other will run out he's even got like a, a camera pointed at it at all times to make sure the levels are right that he can just check on from his helm just that oil all day fiddling with that needle valve <laughs> just trying to keep the oil balanced between the systems yeah, it's, it's insane answering it it's like a literally phone. insane and this all happens because someone will comment shouldn't that have its own oil system wouldn't that be simpler he'll be like nah fuck that and just stick with it until it breaks just to just to fucking own the haters. Right. Just to make another that's, fucking YouTube video. I bet everything that breaks, he's like, well, that's another video. That's another video I can make. Some shit broke. 
that's what I'm. That's what everybody's starting to believe that it's like self manufactured yeah. failures because he doesn't really want to sail. He just wants to kind of chill on a houseboat, which it's oh, a, dude, it's got that, the, is, that sounds it's got so this true. In, it's got this incredible kitchen in there with a full of full range. Yeah, and uh, an oven, freeze, freezer. They just got a new one today. A fridge, uh, and uh, what else they got in that kitchen? Wow. Just all this, just food to eat for weeks. Yeah, every time uh, one of those needles break, they're like, well, that bought us the dishwasher that's going in the boat. <laughs> it's like he's on the run from the law. <laughs> he actually is because he's not allowed to stay in Florida for much longer. The, uh, wow, he's uh, getting thrown out of without Florida. Without a license. Yeah, he's just, trying to, he's just trying to loophole every single uh, permit, license, sure. registration. You really got to fuck up to get pushed out of florida because they love a guy living on a boat no no they hate they've got a real problem with boat people in florida so they've got stricter laws than alabama so he's heading over to alabama he's running back over to alabama alabama is not even aware they have a coast they just yeah, yeah hardly yeah. yeah hardly they just uh they can tolerate doug i want to look at a map and just chart doug's journey real quick Oh, we can. I can pull you up the AIS. Oh, where he has, some, he's got a tag on his yeah, boat. Just, yeah, you just go to like marinetraffic.com and you can type in. Uh, you can type in SB Seeker, and it should pull it up. Sailing vessels. Yeah, just Seeker. Oh, he could bounce into Pensacola anytime he wants, and probably not even catch hell for it. Yeah, he's hanging out in Pensacola. I bet there's a lot of people that don't want him there in the Pensacola Bay, dude. I wouldn't want that piece of shit rolling up on the on me at Pumping the Alabama oil. Florida border. Listen, his engine is constantly leaking oil right into the bilge, and he just pumps that right out. Yeah, he just pumps it right out. Kilgore showed us this incredible aerial shot of uh, of Doug polluting the Mississippi River behind him, behind his boat, and that's when he got the warning from the EPA. <laughs> yeah, this this boat is not. It's not built to any plan of man except for Doug's uh, random chance. It's designed by random, it seems. And I've always... The the fact that it has all these fucking sculptures on it, if you get a good look at his helm, there's a giant brass octopus on there with these fish hook tentacles that are just poking and now that he has the autopilot on there and it's just it will just go womp womp and spin so fast these <laughs> fucking fish hooks on it are gonna <laughs> catch someone and rip into rip a big piece of flesh out of them if they don't right. watch out it's more and than people, an ornament now it's like it, it's dangerous yeah people will say you need to take those sharp points off and you know what he'll say he'll say get off you're not allowed on my boat you're not good enough for the crew if you're afraid of that if you're afraid, of, he he wants to throw you off the crew for questioning it, and you're not even on the crew. You're like commenting on a YouTube video. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. you're out. That's you don't want to be on the outs with Doug, and everybody uh-huh. knows it. He's starting to call people pumpkin. Like, say say you 
want to bring your own bottled water on board, he'll be like, get off of my boat, pumpkin. His guy, Andy, who's been working on the boat for him, brought, or some other millennial, perhaps, brought on <laughs> bottled water. And there was a, sh- a shot of him doing this long, extended, Hard look at almost him. sexual groan as he's like unveiling this water bottles on his boat. It's like, <laughs> yes, there's water bottles on my boat. <laughs> and he like groans it out. Right, because he really wants to make a show of getting those water bottles off my boat. Now, if now what if I told Doug, I said, look, man, this is not just water bottles. And I took one of the bottles and I put it down in the Mississippi River and I filled it up with that river water and I said, we're we're men of the the maybe he would have some respect for it dude if you did some dumb crazy shit like that he would be like he would probably say that's what that's what people used to do back right. when men were men yeah just drink Doug I just drink the water off the side of the boat I don't see why we would need bottled water well no the water that he drinks now comes off of the deck of his boat Literally, his deck is the water collector. If a bird shits on it, it goes in. Um, if it's it's if he's grinding aluminum metal shavings on the top of the boat and gets washed in, yeah, all goes to the water tank. He puts like a cap of old cap full of old chlorine on into it and calls it good. And that's what he drinks. Ew, Ra- rainwater. Oh, dude, he's the, gonna get of, some kind of fucked up cancers yeah that that rainwater coming off of the mississippi that's a bunch of factory shit man you don't want that you don't want to drink that that water out of that rain I, i'd sooner drink uh out of an arizona mud puddle than whatever the fuck is coming out of doug's contraption man you dig a whole nice deep hole in the sand in arizona and and let it let it settle you're you got clean water well fine <laughs> He's got a water maker. It's not he does he does have a water maker with osmosis and everything. Does he pee in it? Turn the fucking salt water clear and pure, but he refused he hasn't fixed it yet. It's not working. Nothing works. Nothing works on it. He can't get no respect. Hey King Cobra Jam. He could even filter the water from his tank somehow through his through his water cleaning system. He doesn't even do that. Uh, why don't we take a short break and when we come back, we can talk about, uh, we can do headlines. We got headlines coming up. Headlines and and news and stuff. Unless, unless there's something that we missed about Doug, it's creepy the way he's cannibal, cannibalizing his, uh, his kind, his crew. I, I think that's the real takeaway there is that, you know, Beneath all this buffoonery and and silliness, he's cannibal. Yeah, yeah, there's a darkness to this guy that doesn't do negative. <laughs> Man, this was the Doug Jackson report. Yeah, we gotta keep up with him from time to time. I mean, we. I really... might do it. I'll do it. I got a YouTube video to plug the uh, Ultimate Folly Doug Jackson. If you really want to know more about him. Uh, youtube.com slash at Kilgore. Look up the ultimate folly. You'll get the Doug Jackson story in detail. It was months ago. I got another one coming soon. He's just got to get to work. We got another folly coming. 
Yeah, ultimate folly. Ken Folly is coming. Oh, wait a second. Uh, we got it pulled up here. And we got it up on the main TV. Whoop, that's yeah, loud. You can play that out while we're on that's nothing. I just want to see... Okay, so you, you've really pieced together... Oh, there you are. And now you're on the hate show. You're on hate radio. So you really go all in on Doug. This has 3,000 views. It's uh, mostly upvoted. It's got some some crewmates have definitely showed up to the video, but it's these are mostly upvotes, or what do you call it? Thumbs up, likes. And this, you you go balls deep into the Doug saga. So this this video, Kilgore made it uh, after the March episode of Hate Radio. So between these episodes, Kilgore has released The Ultimate Folly, part one. And you say part two is coming. Yeah, yeah. Don't Watch out. If, you, if you're scared of, like, little razor blades of metal cutting your hands apart, you will be triggered by this video. Because that's one of the, one of the things he loved to do. You stick his hands in the swarf coming off of his lathe, and if you if you've ever worked on a lathe with metal, it all comes out in these razor sharp ribbons, right? And he just stuck his hand in there and, and would tear <laughs> at them. He is such a man. I, could you imagine one of those getting under your fucking fingernails? Well, it'll slice right through your skin. And in fact, he says he cut his finger to the bone doing it. Ooh. And later he, and later on yeah. he says, this isn't dangerous. It's not dangerous. It's not thick enough to be dangerous. Might and then he be. starts cutting it thicker. And he's like, yeah, this is getting kind of harder to break. And then he slices <laughs> his hand open to the bone. In that, Not in the video, but he does slice his hand open doing another thing where he's like got these billets of, aluminum and he's cutting them with his hacksaw and it just come it just spins in his hand with the edge cutting into his hand and he and he brought wow. he sticks his bleeding aluminum covered hand in the camera and it's like this is why you take your time mm, i cut myself and he's like oh he's depressed um he's like some fucking snotty kid look at this i cut myself that's the kind of voice he does I fu- yeah, that's his. He's so fucking fake, dude. Such a fake piece of shit. <laughs> his boat. He is his boat. Well, you're listening to Hate Radio. I'm Hate Sec. Uh, we got Wild Bill Kilgore on the horn, and uh, we're gonna take a short break. Hear a message from our sponsor, Lebel Droker Incorporated. Let's see. Uh, what else words can we say that that are all radio words? Going to the break. This is Hate Radio. Who's baby?
dance like the way that you dance when you dance with your pants off. Radio Hate is a proud member station of WTFUX, Global Radio Network. With our friendly and appropriate approach to comedy and a market-proven strategy, the Hate Radio family just keeps on growing. Get over here! Put that down! Get over here! Your dog is crying. Yeah! We couldn't have done it without you, our listeners. Just anyone and everyone, huh? But goddamn, I did my goddamn best! In light of the various awards to which we have been nominated, you don't love any! The Webby being chief among them, we just want to say thank you. What do you hold yourself accountable for? This whole goddamn show is dumb. How about this? How about we stop doing the show forever and never, ever come back? How would you like that if we did that? We could not have done it without your support. How about I come in there and do that to you? For that, we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been up all night on research chemicals. Want to come back inside? It's warmer there. We can take our skin off. This is Radio Hate. There's no way way out. This is Dr. Troubadour. I have been trying to get out of my agreement with the Chronicle for pretty much the whole time I've been working with them. Uh, back when I started, I guess I signed some kind of a contract. I didn't read the whole thing through. I don't know, I was busy or something. But anyway, they, I can't get out. There's no way out. I'm, I'm pretty much... I'm Dr. Troubadour. And it looks like there's no way out. Is that not the coolest fucking song you've ever heard in your 
whole entire fucking life. That shit rocks. That shit fucking kicks ass, doesn't it? It fucks. It rips. It sucks and it fucks. And it nips. What's the band name? And it What's rips. Name? Comet's on fire. Oh, I thought you were going to say Colonel Kickass and Colonel, the fucking fucks. Colonel Cunt Boys and the fucking sucks. Well, tonight's show is brought to you by uh, Hate Radio and Lebel Droker and There's No Way Out and Internet Chronicle, Wild Bill Kilgore. This has been one of the better ones. We are. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Well, weren't we going to do headlines, though? Is it over? Well, just as quick as I'm done shooting cum out my pussy, I thought we might get started. All right, all right. How's that grab you? You washed that out. Uh, I do. Wash that right out. I just... Um... Now, when when you... <laughs> I bet douching is fun because you get to blow it all right yeah. back out your pussy hole. That must be pretty fun. And I'm sure there's a smell associated with it. I'm uh, face palming right now. <laughs> that could, um, and you know that that's your pH coming back into balance, and <laughs> and there's probably a pride about taking control of your little ecosystem going on down there. Like I like to tell my body what to do. Like when I'm taking a Benadryl, that's a, part of that is about going to sleep, but the other part is about just fucking asserting control and saying. I run the show here. I put caffeine in my body and I put Benadryl in there too. I want this motherfucker going at top speed until it's time to go to bed. And then I, I lay my little head down like Michael Jackson. And I go to, and I go to sleep. You know? You ever thought about it like that? Like taking control? Didn't Michael, Jack- didn't Michael Jackson take anesthetics? It was, it, it was some kind of high-powered uh, opioid. I thought. No, no, it was an anesthetic that was used to put people down for for surgery. It was not an opioid. Good God, dude, that is. He was ad- he was addicted to anest to the void. That is fucking crazy. Just going to nothing yeah. land. I wanna, yeah, you said. I want to be nothing. You, I've heard you just see the stars and then just you're out. No dreams. No, uh, you just go into stasis and then you wake up. I'm Michael Jackson. No, it's probably he wakes up sad. You think? Well, he's dead now, but why do you think it would have been sad when he was alive? Well, because he was, he was, he's literally taking a drug to, to zap out his existence. (laughs) I thought he was doing that to go to sleep. Sleeping is is uh sleeping and sleepy is more like an opiate, <laughs> but no, this is the void. Yeah. This is de- this is de- the experience of being dead, basically. The no experience, high. The right, the nothing, nothing. Like I, I don't understand Xanax. People that want to abuse that, I want to lay and feel nothing. No Xanax, people have extreme feelings and mood swings and yeah yeah i guess I mean, so I, I don't know if you've ever taken that but no i'm talking sure. about uh, people who abuse it who take it recreationally like I, I, I i've heard that it's really an, an enhancer generally for opiate addict addicts or alcoholics who can't get drunk 
or can't get high anymore. Oh, okay. Because of, and then they move, then they work in the Xanax. And then although, they start the drinking again. Although people who are straight up on Xanax only are freaks of a whole different kind. Yes, um, those are like skinny and, white girls that are lost. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. It's it's a trip. But I knew this guy who worked with my dad. He would he would take Xanax and drink on the job. We'd be working at 9 a.m., like putting a roof on a building, and then he would um, he would pop that Xanax and then get beers for lunch, which was at 10 o'clock in the morning. And so now it's 10:30, and he's on Xanax and beer, and he got sl- he would get sleepy and go home, drive home. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'd, he'd get real drunk and fucked up on Xanax, and he'd have to drive this big Chevy Beauville home or whatever the fuck giant old brown van from the 70s home. That's not promising. Benzos are known for uh, kind of uh, memory-erasing type of drugs. Right, and he started stealing. Oh, yeah. Scott, buddy, you know I'd never take nothing from you. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't speak much from experience with those, but suffice it to say that's that's a that's like kind of out there with meth or crack in the weirdness of how people behave when they're in the grips of a benzo addiction. He stole it's, this ladder off a job site and yeah. uh we we got back to the garage and uh we saw that ladder that was missing from the job site. But he had taken a label maker and put his name all over it. Jerry, I almost said his last name, with his address on it and phone number and shit. And uh, we were like, dude, I know that you took that ladder from those fucking people on the job site. They know that we know that you took the fucking ladder and now it's got your name all over it. Are you fucking crazy? And dad still didn't fire him. He had to steal directly from dad. I was like, don't you think you're next, champ? Maybe maybe let the guy go now while you've still got a power saw. But he didn't, and the guy ended up stealing from him. Stole his tools. And he he did get away with that. Hard to find good work these days, you won't <laughs> understand. Yeah. Everybody, um, well, let's not get into it. Let's do headlines. Oh, uh, here's an actual headline. The reason we've been doing coast-to-coast Space Ghost stuff is because George Lowe is like in a nursing home right now. He had some kind of a, uh, like his, like a tube in his, (laughs) a tube in his heart came loose or got severed. He's not even dead and people are still care about him more than Kevin Mitnick. That's true. <laughs> I don't even, like, all I know about Kevin Mitnick is that I don't need to know anything else about Kevin Mitnick. And, uh... Well, for our viewers, Kevin Mitnick is, uh, they've probably heard of him. He's the most famous hacker of all time. And it's all smoke and fucking mirrors. And how dare you not realize that he is a fake well, they say a lot of people are coming out to say, yeah, he's actually is elite. He's I've seen him hack shit. He's crazy, man. And 
I'm pretty sure he's not hacking anything because he's dead as fuck. George Lowe, still very alive. MC Chris went on Twitter and said that he I had a buddy that reached out to George Lowe who said that Lowe is all fucked up with his heart. Uh, and he's got health problems. But George Lowe is the voice of uh, Space Ghost, along with Andy Merrill, Andy Merrill, and C. Martin Croker, who I think has also croaked. Um, died in 2016. And he was the voice of Dr. Weird and Steve on Aqua Teen. Croker was. George Lowe is obviously Space Ghost. And he was on Aqua Teen as well. As himself. Oh, who was he on Aqua Teen? He was, his Space Ghost was on Aqua Teen, really? No, no, but George Lowe was on Aqua Teen. Playing okay. himself. And I remember the episode. He was going crazy. And like <laughs> they were building a, a radio antenna on top of uh, Meatwad's room or, or Carl's house or something. And everybody's getting nosebleeds and stuff. <laughs> and uh, uh, George Lowe shows up for some reason. Oh, because I think he's like with the company that put the radio tower in. And George Lowe scales the tower doing his very obvious George Lowe, I'm Space Ghost voice. And whatever. Yeah, so he's like, he's in a nursing home now. Because his heart got all fucked up all of a sudden. And he's like a, an exuberant art collector. Guy has all kinds of crazy shit. He told his mom that uh, she was like, all right, so what kind of a car do you want? I assume you want some kind of a... And she listed like a really nice car. And he said, no, I would like a, to own a Picasso. And so then he started collecting art. This was even when he was 16, I guess. He must have had a rich mom. She bought him a print. Do you do you care? This is like a lot of uh, George Lowe lore at this point. Um, you know I don't. Yeah. I like Space Ghost. But I love I, Space Ghost. I have no idea, really. You kind of lost. You did kind of lose me there. I mean, we really went <laughs> deep on his appearances Some, on TV and shit. Something about well, I was going to say something like, "Oh yeah, that really sounds like Aquatine," and then I'm totally lost. It was kind of a story about just getting raped by the uh, the studio or the uh, the channel, whoever owns that antenna. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it was kind of a meta story about television, really. About them just like rolling, you know, steamrolling people, doing whatever they want to them. And then for some reason, at the end of the episode, George Lowe went crazy and climbed the tower. And I think that's how it ended with everybody having these weird tumors and uh, nosebleeds and stuff. So I, <laughs> I went out of my way to lose you again. Let's do headlines <laughs> and, and jokes. I'm sure it was a great episode of, uh, <laughs> space, or no, Aqua Teen. I, uh, I don't want to start with the worst of the jokes. I just read the nastiest one. <laughs> yeah, dude, you got to think about that. Where do you put these in? Jesus Christ. I put some bad ones in there. Let's do headlines. 
massive protests in India against mob uh, assaults on women. Oh, yeah, they're protesting against these mob attacks on women. And so Indian men are ganging up in packs of seven or eight and going around and not assaulting women. Let's see the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right you are, sir. The climate is so fucked up, scientists say that we're in uncharted territory with no clear way forward, proving that scientists don't know everything. Oh, man. Everybody always says that. Oh, uh, you know, you know why I believe in fucking Bigfoot's uh, out there raping women. Jesus. Scientists don't know everything. That's why. Any old anything. You can say any fucking thing. And be like, yeah, actually, you know, science says this and that. And they're like, well, science don't know everything. Or they'll be that's like, science is wrong. Thing. They change their mind. Oh, the, and the uh, one of the biggest things will be like is is they'll say, oh, but quantum physics says that anything's wibbly wobbly possible. So, <laughs> got you there. That is kind of a backdoor for a lot of hocus pocus. Yeah, it can be. It's also interesting as fuck, but but quantum like, theory is where um, crazy people who don't have religion and they don't have anything else, that's where they can get their, um, you know, spirits. Where they can, where they can inject their random superstitions yeah. that they come up with out of thin air. Yeah. Did you... Well, they were going to put it somewhere. Might as well be quantum theory. Did you hear about that gorilla um, at the zoo that they, they thought it might be... A, they always believed that this was a male gorilla, and, and but then it gave birth. Did you hear about that? I I didn't hear about that. Well, that wasn't the only surprise, according to the BBC News. While the infant appears to be healthy, it's a normal, healthy baby gorilla, she bears a striking resemblance to the overnight zookeeper. So, Holy fuck. They finally created Stalin's first, what would you call it, a gorilla man? They thought he was a male. That was, that's his. Well, what do you call the baby? What do you call the baby? A gorilla man? A gorilla, gorilla man. Yeah. Or a gorilla human? I would a say gorilla a human. A Hugh gorilla really is what I would go with, but that's just crazy. No, no, no. no. Hugh rilla. There you a go. Hugh rilla. Yeah. And now it sounds like a real monster. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh, the Hugh rilla. Uh. Okay, well. So, I I guess the overnight zookeeper's defense was he thought the gorilla was a boy. All right. We got some intersex gorilla up in here. That just makes you a a, a homosexual beast assaulter. Uh, U.S. citizens are going to need a work visa in order to travel to Europe starting next year. So, uh, actually, me and my little brother, we were supposed to go to uh, not Paris, but we, he wanted to go to, like, northern France. But uh, we might not be able to um, because neither one of us have work visas. And people caught without are going to be separated from their loved ones and forced into cages until such time as their value as a human being is so thoroughly diminished that anyone who matters has forgotten about them. So let's not go to Europe, Kilgore. I wasn't planning on it. I'm just glad we don't do that here in America. Malaysia has put a stop to the Good Vibes Music Festival after a same-sex kiss by members of the UK band The 1975. 
I hadn't heard about this because um, British people aren't people. But it says here that event organizers said they were angry to see an outside group criticizing their laws. That was the main thing. They said the communications minister went as far as to say those anti-LGBT laws were put in place by extremely heterosexual men who have never had so much as an inkling to uh, kiss a man's full, beautiful lips or slip in his glistening cock into another man's perfect, puckering asshole. So they were sure to make a law against it. Well, just get them a gorilla, man. Damn, that's the answer. <laughs> that's a good get point. Them, get them an intersex gorilla. That's and the loophole. See, and see how they like that. Say, hey, man, look, I, I know you really want to slip your hard dick into a beautiful man's asshole, but we just made a law against it. I thought so that all, <laughs> nobody... All we, got is, all we got is this ambiguously gendered gorilla. Go ham. Yeah. And when you have a baby with it, and you try to deny it, there, who else made the the Hurilla? A Shopify. Yeah. What is Shopify? Sounds like some fucking app I don't want. Yeah, it does. It sounds like a browser extension. A Shopify employee has broken their non-disclosure agreement with the firm to announce they have been quietly replacing laid-off workers with AI. This is a theme in tonight's show. A harrowing reminder that real live human beings worked at Shopify. Dude, these are like Seth Meyers jokes. A bunch of people <laughs> with martini glasses would go, oh, that was so fucking funny. Them I, and us. I can, I can really identify yeah. since I'm always fucking using Shopify. That's <laughs> so all I ever do. Sit all on shopping. Shopify. Where's my shopping iPad? I only have the the sex Microsoft tablet. Goth Dangerfield was awesome. Are we going to do a wrap-up? No, I don't we think in so. wrap-up mode? Well, I think we've hit all the news. Yeah, we've we've gone through everything. We can wrap it up. We're right at Put two hours. Put a bow on it. And it better be a goddamn Goth Dangerfield joke that you come up off the cuff. Oh man, I, that's yeah, got the pressure on. That's you, too man. much. I, I don't have it within me. I'm getting tired. I'm losing my voice. The show's over. I never got to say shit about Sue Basco. What do you want to say about her? Maybe she should do Dangerfield jokes. A Sue Basco Dangerfield, like you know, <clears throat> I'd have to think about one, but it could be it could be done. Pretty good. Oh, I know a Dangerfield good, joke. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Because you know Sue is homeless. Uh, I didn't know that. And we could be I like... Don't think she, I don't think she... I don't believe she's homeless. She said she oh. was going to be. And she needed money. Oh, yeah. She'll be fine. I wonder what kind of uh, legal paperwork she drew up for somebody to hand her $5 on GoFundMe. So she... Uh, uh, Sue would be like, my lawyer called me up told me to come over i I could stay there's nobody home i came no fuck it i fucked it up god damn it sue basco yeah her lawyer would call her up and be like come over there's nobody home she would come over there's nobody home which would mean that she could live there if she could break in she's uh so what else what did you actually want to say about sue 
Uh, just that she sucks, and oh man, every time, every time we bring her up, man, really brings down the show. Because yeah. I start a, worrying about getting emails from her. And she is a wet getting, blanket. Yeah, she, you know, Subasco. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you are. Why? Why do you think? She's one of the people who calls us terrorists just because we're making a few jokes. And you know what? Her name's not even really Sue Basco. Oh, we're going to dox her now? Well, I'm just saying. Her real name is actually cannot be pro- uh, pronounced by human tongues. Hunter is here as well. I wanted to say hi oh, to Hunter. What's up, Hunter? What's up, Hunter? We got a, got a three subscribers right now, Hunter. <laughs> Thank you for the money. Mm, Hunter, Appreciate so the good. Donation. Mm, money, so good. Here, Max. Oh, no. Those, uh. Put, put some pills in the chat. See what's up. Hunter doesn't have an account or, like, doesn't know how to use computers or something. So, Hunter's not here. But, uh, everybody else showed up to the nuclear bomb blast. <laughs> And it's been a real barn burner. Black Adderall, I think, uh, stopped in. Quest Abandoner. Quest Abandoner all is the, good music. All the people on the podcast, do they hear this shit when they're listening to it on the podcast? Like They're like, oh, what, what do they mean, chat? What are they talking about? They know there's a chat. Yeah, they they understand. Yeah, they're This not... is a live. This is recorded live. Doug Jackson okay. is probably listening to it. He's like, what chat? Where is it? Where's the, what are they saying about me? Oh, uh, Doug Jackson. He's it's good talking about him again. Where are they? Happy to explain his propulsion units, many foibles from now until the end of time. Where are they? It's a thing of beauty, really. One could hardly strain themselves to come up with something more complex than his propulsion unit. But also, I, I think we, in discussing Doug, I think we got to the root of it and that it's money and it's, and it's this continuation of whatever the fuck he has been doing. And that's kind of... It's Jonestown over there, man. It's It's sick. He's figured out a way to not actually do the thing, but to live off of uh, pretending to try. Yeah, he, they call it the boat-shaped object, and I think you came close to calling him a human-shaped object earlier. Right. Well, because uh, we reduced him to uh, negative, and <laughs> and he's like a, like, just, well, whatever, we, we already went over it, but there was something else, there was a, there was a detail there that really tied it all together about the money oh yeah these people like you know like musk taking the money for twitter it's like fucking it up on purpose much but but that doesn't that's not like part of the conversation for some reason it's always ah look at look at dumb fuck doug doesn't know what he's doing ha ha he's got that needle going frothing that's another episode that's him just fucking riding the gravy train Look at Elon tearing down Twitter. He don't know how to do websites good. Ha ha. But really it's. And Doug isn't doing all that good. Right. He sunk, he sunk so much money into the boat. 
and he has to continue to sink money into it for every project. Many of them are extremely expensive. He's married to and it. He is married to that boat, and it costs him more than it's worth. Chug so Jackson. it's not. Yeah, it's not like he's making money hand over foot, taking it to the bank and laughing. He is <laughs> struggle bussing that channel and that bo- that that boat through. Yeah, literally bussing. Yeah. I bet, I bet that motor came out of a short bus. Well, this <laughs> is this is hate radio. Really, this was another episode of just shitting mercilessly on Doug. We have got to dial it back before he, he and Sue figure this out together. And I'm, oh, that's a chronicle story right there. Doug Jackson hires Sue Basco. Right. Game over. Internet chronicle. Yeah. Talk about a power couple. They would fuck like animals on that boat, dude. They oh, would. Jesus they Christ. would create a little gorilla baby human man <laughs> on that boat. Uh, if this boat's a rockin', don't come a squawkin', cause I'm in here banging Sue Dawkins. Hey, baby. Cat's up here that's on the can- desk. That's canonical. Yeah. Well, what a fun little program this was. What a neat little show we just did. You want to roll around in it? Get the smell all up on us? No, no thanks. Yeah. We're all good here. You want to get retarded? No, we're all good. Well... This uh, I could get silly, but we are good. What um, what we're gonna go out on is uh, oh yeah, we got the Space Ghost outro, but we'll listen to Cape Fear and and chill out for a second. Let me just pull it up. Tell people about the uh, about what they should write in their Apple iTunes reviews about this program. You really need to sit to hit them with the clickbait, uh, and kind of insist that they'll probably be struck down with a terrifying pestilence if they don't click on the link. Something like that. Oh, that's nasty, dude. Would you like uh, cast a blight upon their crops? You can. I mean, you could write any magical bullshit you want in the comments. I I just hope that uh, you use fear to drive people to click. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're talking about throwing a brick through their head or um, shooting the front of their house with guns. Just give us five stars on that shit and burn this motherfucker to the ground. Pick up a gun and put the pigs on the run. This is Hate Radio, Leval Joker Incorporated. Read the Internet Chronicle. And uh, you can go to hateradio.su for the full podcast. Everybody get out of here. Go fuck yourselves. Thank you for a great show, Bill. Yeah, see you later. And this is my pleasure. Uh, and to the audience, fuck yourselves.
Darling, 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 darling,